Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you to the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And certainly, uh, as we do every month when we chat with these guests from the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, we're going to talk about some of the scams making the rounds, but we're also going to talk about something good called BBB for Good. And to talk more about that, let's welcome to the show, well, first of all, let's welcome Paul Myers-Bennett, who's Vice President of Mar- marketing and events. Paul, welcome to the Extra. Good morning, Shannon. It's great to be here. Well, and we are so glad to have you along for this journey and conversation. Paul, we'll talk to you in a bit, but first let's bring on Jonathan Liebert, who is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. Jonathan, welcome to the Extra. Good morning. Thanks for having us today. Good morning to you too. All right. So let's break down what is BBB for good. Absolutely. This is a a very exciting new program uh, that is being launched throughout North America. So in the United States and in Canada, this is a new Trustmark program. And most people are very familiar with our uh, accredited business Trustmark, but this is a new one. And so this is something that doesn't happen very often. Um, This is the first new Trustmark BBB has launched in about 20 years. And so we're really excited about this. This program is going to help consumers find businesses they can trust as it relates to social and environmental good. So uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? I mean, how does that fit into our lives? Absolutely. So one of the things that we've seen a lot more is specifically during the pandemic is companies that are giving back to their community, making sure they're taking care of their employees and making sure that they're doing things that are sustainable in their environment. And so we had a lot of people ask us over the last couple of years, of, we love the BB trust mark that has the accredited business because that's where we can find a business that we can trust that has integrity and performance. And that whole trust mark is about helping consumers find that trustworthy business. And that's one of our top goals for BBB. But then we had consumers ask different questions, and that was, And again, this is all about trust. So people want to find a business they can trust to do good work. They want to find a business they can trust that's going to get the job done. Now consumers are asking BBB and others about, okay, so in my community, I see a lot of businesses that are donating to charities. They're getting involved in causes. They're doing things for the environment. How many people are actually really doing that? Is there a way for us to find out if they can trust that business that says they're doing good? Are they actually, who's checking? And so in this case, this is where BBB is going to do some of that checking. And so this new Trustmark program called BBB for Good will let consumers know if a company says they're doing something good, we'll go in, we'll check, we'll verify it. If they are, we'll get this new circular Trustmark that's kind of our stamp of approval telling consumers you can trust that business when they make these claims about doing social or environmental good. Okay, so it becomes uh, uh, something that uh, we can refer to time and time again when we're needing to hire out for businesses or consult with the business about some uh, products, perhaps. All right, well, that sounds exciting. Very exciting, Jonathan. And uh, anything else you want to add about it? Um, This is something that's been really for folks in our community, we should be proud. Um, This was an idea that was started here. It's being run from Colorado Springs. And so again, a great idea by our community being implemented in our community 
and this is going out to the rest of North America. So very, very exciting. Love what this community is doing, and, and the fact that they're supporting this is great. Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about something else uh, that uh, I guess besets people when they are trying to do good, as in uh, make sure that when they're cleaning their homes, their cars, etc., that they are using environmentally friendly cleaning products. Now, Paul Myers Bennett, you want to talk about this because uh, we often can get fooled by some of the labeling. Tell us about this. Well, that's right. So there's a number of reasons to use eco-friendly cleaning products, but one, it reduces toxins. Two, it gets rid of some of the volatile organic compounds, the VOCs that are found that are bad for your health and bad for the environment. And it's super, it's super popular right now to, uh, use green cleaners versus uh, some of the more toxic ones. However, it's difficult to sometimes navigate the, the seals, the certifications, and also the marketing. It's a, we'll get to it, but there's a thing called greenwashing, which is interesting and something to watch for. So we've got some tips if you are looking to choose to use green cleaning products that are safe for you and the environment. The number one, the first one would be check the packaging for eco-friendly labels. So products that display the Environmental Protection Agency's Safer Choice label um, have safe, safer chemical ingredients. So according to the EPA, products with that label are rigorously reviewed for a ingredient for ingredient, and they have to adhere to a strict performance standard. So um, watch for those and uh, that will help ensure that you're getting what you're, what you're looking to buy. Be wary of greenwashing. So watch out for companies that label their products with vague phrases. Those would be something like green or all natural. Uh, the EPA warns that this greenwashing, it, it looks like a safe choice label, um, but it's not necessarily true. It just happens to be marketing that, that makes it look that way. Make sure that uh, the product claims are substantiated so according to the Federal Trade Commission, if a product makes specific claims as VOC-free or non-toxic, the company should be able to prove that its products don't have any of those ingredients um, and, and none that would cause any risk. So if you see a misleading green marketing claim, uh, we encourage you to report it to the FTC at reportfraud.ftc.gov. There's a few more here, some just suggestions. Uh, the next one is try homemade cleaners. Um, so many of the basic ingredients you might already have in stock in your pantry, those would include baking soda, white vinegar, uh, and other, you can check out greenamerica.org. There's about basically 10 basic ingredients that can tackle many cleaning jobs in your home. Choose products that are minimal, uh, they're recycled, the biodegradable, those are all good for the environment. And, uh, you know, always choose um, cleaning products, biodegradable cleaning products when possible. It'll just keep um, more plastic out of the seas and landfills. Avoid single-use products. Single-use products don't last very long. Their packaging ends up in landfills. Um, for example, instead of paper towels, you might want to consider using a wash rag. Um, avoid disposable items and packaging uh, it can also be more effective it, it, if you get bulk versus single use. My final suggestion tip is uh, to get rid of plastic bags. Um, Conservation.org reminds consumers that plastic garbage bags make um, a hefty 10 years of decomposable. They, they basically take a long time to decompose in the landfills. 
and they are damaging to ecosystems, animals, etc. So try uh, replacing those plastic those those plastic bags with paper bags or go paper bagless if you can and those are the tips on going green mm, and and certainly uh, when it comes to the plastic bags that you get at stores i mean because of the law change in colorado we're having to go bagless whether we want to or not and I, we're I, he- all trying to figure it out right right yeah. And I hear a lot of people, you know, they they think that the stores are doing this as a way to make money. It's like, no, 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 no. This this was probably not welcomed by the stores because I'm sure they're having uh, to make a lot of accommodations for customers being uh, not prepared for this um, or unprepared when they go through the checkout lines. But uh, this was something that, right, yeah, the, that the state implemented as a way to, as you said, uh, choose eco-friendly options. And this is one that uh, it sounds like the state lawmakers felt was the way to go. All right. Well, Jonathan, stick around and Paul, stick around. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to The Extra here on KRDO News Radio. Up next, we'll talk about greenwashing scams. We're back with our guests today from the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, Jonathan Liebert, the CEO, and Paul Myers-Bennett, Vice President of Marketing and Events. And earlier, uh, we had heard a reference to something called greenwashing. So, Jonathan, I am unfamiliar with greenwashing, and apparently there are some scams that crop up around this, and and you're going to tell us how to avoid them. Yes, this is a term that's been around for a while, but it's kind of gaining more traction as more and more companies are doing things in the community or offering environmentally safe products, you know, going green. And we want to make sure that consumers are just aware of things that are happening in this. And this greenwashing comment is people that are say they're doing something that's environmentally safe or sound, and then it may not be. So uh, Earth Day is coming up, April 22nd. And B2B is encouraging consumers to watch out for these marketing claims. And they might sound great, but in some cases, they might be misleading. Uh, And that's not to say everything that's being marketed out there is necessarily a negative thing or bad, but there are some businesses that, you know, are doing this to gain uh, consumer um, goodwill and also obviously trying to sell products. So according to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, a lot of marketers use greenwashing as this act of really misleading consumers regarding some type of environmental benefit of a product. They're going to try to convince consumers that their products are environmentally friendly, they're better, they're green, and the FTC and BBB are advising consumers to look for specific information on the package and the products that explain why that product is green. So we will just say that it's green, and it's like, okay, well, where, how is this green? So the way you differentiate a real green product from those claiming to be eco-friendly is, is this. So number one, Products that are advertised as free of something, companies that use the claims of free of or non-toxic or ozone-friendly may be a concern. Products that are free of a specific chemical or, or ingredient should be able to prove that the product doesn't have any more than a harmless trace of it and that that product is free of any other ingredients that poses the same kind of risk. If a product says that it's non-toxic, the product should have proof that it's safe for both humans and the environment or should specifically state which one the claim applies to. So kind of these vague things uh, and just kind of this general statement is something to watch out for. Uh, at the second point, it's really products that claim that it uses less waste. Waste. A company saying their product produces less waste should have some kind of, again, an example, a statistic, some kind of comparison to back it up. A lot of times these products will just kind of say whatever they're going to say and then there's nothing else in there to, to show it or prove it. 
And so they got to be able to back up that claim, and it should be on the label. So the label should use language like this package is made from 85% post-consumer recycled material versus this product uses less waste. That's specific, the second quote there, to explain what it is that consumers should look for. And just this general kind of larger quotation over anything, you can kind of, it can kind of mean anything. And unfortunately, if it means too much, it's probably not going to mean a whole lot. Um, the third point is biodegradable or compostable material. There are now lots of people claiming that um, their products are degradable or biodegradable, which means essentially that they're going to break down into the base elements that are found in nature when it's exposed to light, air, moisture, when it's, when it's thrown away. Other claims that are, are people are hearing more and more of is something that's compostable, which means that it should break down in, in your home uh, compost pile. And if a product says that it's degradable or compostable, Again, the company should have proof that it will break down completely, give you some information about how that would work, what the time frame would be. Um, another claim we're hearing a lot about is made with renewable materials, renewable energy or carbon offsets. Manufacturers, again, should be able to tell you the specific percentage of the product or the packaging that was made using these renewable materials or renewable energy. And if it's just this general claim, again, that's probably going to be a red flag for you. And then finally, you want to look for official-looking seals and certifications. Um, some products may contain official-looking seals and certifications, like with words like EarthSmart, but what does that mean? Um, you want to look for information on packaging that indicates connections the company has to the organizations behind the seal, and you might have to do a little bit more research about that seal or the organization online. Um, there are a lot of different certifications out there for you know, environmentally friendly or green products. There's, there's a bunch. Uh, and so people just may want to do a bit more research. Uh, some of the ones that most people are familiar with uh, would be like a fair trade or, you know, even uh, an organic USDA or um, something called a benefit corporation or a certified B Corp. And again, there's some really big uh, certifications and labels out there that are really, really good and will provide value, but consumers may not be aware. Again, in this case here, um, we, while the BBB for Good program is not a certification, it's a, it's a validation or a verification, we're just verifying that they're doing what they say, this would kind of fit in that as well. And so if there's a third party telling the consumer that this has been approved or verified or certified, that can be a good thing. But if you have not heard of who that company is that's doing the certification, you might want to go and take a look at that and check that out to see how that works. But again, all things you should kind of look for and what you're really focusing on are what are those claims that they're making, and can they prove it? Some people might not have a lot of room if the package is small to put that on the package or the label. You might want to check their website, but for the most part, something should be on the label so you, the consumer, have a good idea of what they're actually selling and what they're actually doing with that. Right, right. Like I see a label saying EarthSmart. I might take it at face value, and you're saying you need to look a little beyond that. Correct, absolutely. Just do your homework, and again, if you, if you are familiar with it, great. If you're not, this is a great way for consumers to educate themselves a little bit more because you're going to see a lot more products making these claims. And again, some of these are doing really, really good things. Uh, others are just kind of new to the game or because they're becoming more popular as more and more consumers look for this, um, it might just be general marketing that they're going after. And so you, you do have to make sure you're educating yourself a little bit, but also make sure you're doing um, some of that just quick, quick scan on that, on that label to make sure it's doing what you want it to do or it's doing what they say that it's going to do.
Mm, living up to their promises. Jonathan Liebert, thank you. Uh, And stick around, of course, we're going to be talking to you. The conversation continues, but we do have to take a short break here. Uh, To our listeners, you're listening to KRDO News Radio's The Extra. Up next, Paul's going to share tips on how to shop green at the grocery store. That is coming up. Welcome back. You're listening to The Extra here on KRDO News Radio. And certainly uh, as we have evolved in our thinking about, uh, you know, what we shop for at the stores, specifically I'm thinking groceries. I mean, I think a lot of people have come around to looking at what they buy uh, more intentionally, whether you are someone that's chosen to go organic with all your produce or someone who's decided to... uh, buy things in bulk and have your own containers at home as a way to save on packaging. I mean, there are all sorts of ways that you can think green. And to talk more about it, we have Paul Myers Bennett of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado joining us here. And Paul, tell us, in theory, this shouldn't be hard. (laughs) Right. I think if you were going to a farmer's market or, uh, uh, you know, a number of decades ago, this might not be hard. But Today, you have to watch for some things and make sure you're, you're buying and eating what you would like to have in your body. Um, so before you hit the supermarket, BBB has a few tips to ensure that the foods you buy are really good for the environment and also good for you. Um, first, you want to understand what the word organic means. So whether a product carries the USDA organic seal or simply uses the word organic on the product label, the U.S. federal law requires that it meets certain USDA standards on how the foods are processed, the crops are farmed, the, animal, the animals are raised, and what type of ingredients are in the final product. And in Canada, very similar. The, uh, the Can- Canada organic logo has very, very similar standards to the U.S., and we know exactly what the word organic means. However, um, you want to get to know a number of other terms and, and just See those and and look into uh, what they mean before you purchase that product at the grocery store. So get to know terms like pesticide-free, non-toxic, free of, biodegradable, made made with renewable energy. Those are all unregulated terms, and so they're really not very meaningful. Um, According to the Federal Trade Commission, they make this recommendation. When you shop, look for specific information on packages and products that explains why a product is getting green promotion. If a product doesn't include details about what the term means, probably choose another. So again, those words like non-toxic, free of, biodegradable, made from renewable energies, those don't necessarily have anything behind them. So uh, look for organic um, if you're really searching for that type of food. Um, look for legitimate field, third-party organizations like the Forest Stewardship Council, the Transfer USA, the Rainforest Alliance. They all, uh, they all certify that specific types of products are grown in an eco-friendly manner. Um, an example of this might be that the meat from cows um, have been 100% free-range grass grazers their whole life. Um, you should look at for the grass-fed seal if that's something that is interesting to you. Also, minimize your intake of processed food. The World Wildlife Fund uh, reminds consumers that because the emissions created from creating different foods uh, really make a a giant impact on the environment, 
look at look at how the the foods are raised that that you want to uh, consume, and then look for environmental friendly packages. We covered this earlier in the show, but um, it's not just about how the food is grown, but also how it's packaged. You want to potentially get something that's packaged in a biodegradable manner and packaging so that it can go into a landfill and and not sit in a landfill for decades or hundreds of years. Choose products that are in recyclable packaging. Um, also, uh, also check with uh, your local government on what can be recycled and what can't. And so many, many foods items uh, can in fact be recycled. So give that a look and look for recycled seals on on your your food. Uh, Shannon, you covered this before. The next one is bring re reusable grocery bags. We're all getting used to this, uh, and I'm sure most of us have forgotten them in the last few weeks. Uh, <laughs> but bring reusable grocery bags instead of instead of getting ones to throw away each time you go to the grocery store. And then the final the final tip um, in this category is just avoid wasting food. Um, Green, GreenAmerica.org recommends that you plan your meals, you store the foods properly, you can use old-fashioned canning or preserve things, uh, and then send extra food to food pantries and those for those in need. And reducing waste is always good for the planet. So um, those are some tips for when you go to the grocery store and when you're consuming food that you you get what you're looking for and uh, and use what you need, Shannon. Right, right. I I recently lucked into a great deal uh, from uh, the uh, Horticultural Society, I want to say, here in Colorado Springs, of a uh, compost bin. And so I've been using this, and it's amazing to me, you know, unfortunately, how much food waste, how much uh, vegetable waste I have and fruit waste. You know, I, I, I swear I buy an avocado and intend to eat it, and then the next thing I know, it's all mushy. So uh, down to the compost bin do. it goes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, areas we can all have room to improve, I'm sure. All right. Well, we need to take a break here, gentlemen, when we come back more of the conversation with the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. Welcome back to the extra. Our guests today, Jonathan Liebert and Paul Myers Bennett of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. And we've been talking about ways that you can be good to the planet, <laughs> shopping green at the grocery store, avoiding green washing scams, as well as choosing eco-friendly cleaning products. Uh, so we're back and uh, let's see, do we want to uh, finish up with Paul? Is there anything more that we need to know when it comes to uh, making sure we're making good choices at the grocery store? I mean, sometimes it's difficult uh, to put those, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, beyond the immediate is this going to be the best value for our money concern and and try to think about how to make good ethical choices you know the other the only other thought that i would have shannon on this is do some pre-planning we all know that if you go to a grocery store or uh hungry you're more likely to buy uh, <laughs> things you don't need sure. or don't mm -hmm. want later right um the same would be true with with shopping would be if you do some research before you actually go to the to the grocery store and you're not just, um, I'm in marketing, so I, I get that it's effective and that it's, it's needed, but that you don't just use your emotions or your, your eyes when you're, you're looking for products, that you know what you're there for and you're kind of shopping with purpose um, and you're going to feel better later that you potentially got the best um, value for the product that really is, is good for you. 
Um, so maybe some pre-planning would be my final thought, Shannon. Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, bring uh, Jonathan Lieber back into the conversation. Uh, And uh, Jonathan, uh, we were talking about uh, this program at the top of the show, the BBB for Good program. Uh, Let's uh, reintroduce our listeners who maybe didn't catch the top of the show. Let's reintroduce them to the concept and, and why you're undertaking something like this. Absolutely. And I think this will kind of summarize all the other pieces that that Paul has mentioned throughout the program as well, is that um, everything's kind of changing when it relates to consumers and what they're looking for and their buying habits and what what companies are offering right now. And, you know, BBB has been around for 100 years and we've recognized over that time, you know, any business that demonstrates integrity and performance, that's what we're all about. And we absolutely want to continue to help consumers find those trustworthy businesses. That's our goal. But again, as I mentioned, you know, the marketplace is, tra- is changing and it's changing at a, at a very rapid pace. Uh, there's a growing number of consumers that seek businesses that offer both trust and some kind of higher purpose. So I want you to do a good job business, but I also want you to benefit my community. I want you to benefit a special population that I want you to serve. And as a result of this, these changing consumer sentiments, more and more businesses are integrating some kind of social impact into their business plans. And what they're doing is they're connecting some kind of higher purpose to their bottom line. So they're doing this whole thing of purpose and profit. I want to make money, and you know, we live in a free market society. We live in, 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 in capitalism, but how do we use capitalism to create impact? How do we use capitalism to do more good? Consumers are rewarding those companies with their, with their wallets, right? They're buying from them more. But these organizations are receiving economies, and they're really doing some, some really cool things. But here's the research. Let's talk about some numbers here really quickly, which a lot of people may not know. There's a lot of benefits for businesses that choose this profit and purpose. And consumers are going to align their values with these businesses more and more. Um, recently, there's research that's been done by the IBM Institute for Business Value. And what we've learned in just the last year, um, this has never happened before, uh, the number of consumers that are purchasing from these types of businesses is now the number one consumer in the United States. So historically, the number one consumer in the U.S. has been a value-driven consumer. Uh, that's been the, the case since they've done these studies since the 70s. And for the first time ever, it's switched. So the number one consumer now is a purpose-driven consumer at 44% of the market. The value-driven consumer is number two at 37% of the market. Then you have brand-driven consumers at 15 and product-driven consumers at 4. And so I think what's really important about this to know is that, one, like I said earlier, consumer sentiment is changing. Their buying habits are changing. And this is just something that, you know, consumers are the ones obviously driving this, right? And for those savvy business owners that are paying attention to these demographics and the shift in the consumer sentiment, those are the ones that are going to potentially earn more profit. And so, again, you as a consumer – have probably the most power that you've ever had because as consumers, we have access to more data on the internet. As consumers, we have more voice, social media. Um, and, and, and businesses that are smart and savvy are, are paying attention to what consumers are saying on social media. And this is something that's more of a public forum. So it's a two-way communication between the consumer and the business, and this is not something that happened before. So again, for those listening, you as a consumer, you are voting with your wallet. You have much more power than you have had before, which is a good thing. Uh, do your research. Make sure you're buying from companies that you uh, that you trust, but also make sure you're buying from companies that align with your value set. I think it's really important. And so along with that, what we're trying to do is aid consumers who are asking these questions. Okay, uh, BBB accredited businesses, I'm going to buy from them because they're going to do a good job and I trust them. 
but I also want to know what businesses I can trust that say that they're doing something good in my community or for the environment. And so the BB for Good program empowers people and consumers to identify who these purpose-driven businesses are. This new trust mark will provide, um, again, a physical, visual representation of companies that have been verified by BDB that say they're giving away a million dollars to charity, let's say. Um, we're going to go in there and we're going to look at it and we're going to say, yep, actually, they, they are doing that. They are doing that good work. If they say that you buy this product or service and they're helping um, folks with mental health, then we'll go in there and we'll verify, yes, they are, in fact, doing that. So this is unbiased information that we're trying to push out there to the consumer because we're just telling consumers we went in there, we checked it out, and this is absolutely what they are doing. If they are not doing what they say they're doing or what they're marketing to people, they don't earn this trust mark. So for us, what we're checking are we've created new standards of trust for this. And this is available on, on the website. You can go to BBB for good. Um, just type that into Google, and it'll come up with the website address. And you, the consumer, can determine and see what these new standards are all about. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I will give you four different areas that we are measuring businesses by. And within these four areas, that's where the 17 new standards are housed within. So these include higher purpose, community engagement, authentic marketing, and impact substantiation. And all this is, what this is doing is that this is just telling businesses, here's some standards of what you need to do to make sure you're doing things, you know, the right way. Being honest, you're being transparent, you're marking things the right way, you're tracking it, you can prove this, you can verify this, you're explaining this to your consumers. And so the idea is for businesses to have a, a good list of standards in which to kind of run their business and for consumers to just have a good idea of what are, what, what are the rules, what's the game plan here, you know, how, how are we kind of making sure that we're, we're benchmarking this up against some good um, research and some good data, which is where those 17 standards are come from. So again, the process for this is that if somebody is interested in doing this, a uh, business would approach us, they would fill out an application, and they would allow BBB to vet their social good initiatives against these standards. And once they, they meet that, then there'll be information put onto the BBB profile at BBB.org. Um, they will get the trust mark that'll appear there for people to see. It'll tell you more on the BBB profile about what their, their social or environmental initiatives are. And then the business can use this BB for good trust mark to market the business. Now, something that's really important about this is that BB for good businesses must be an accredited business with us to begin with. So to start, we want to kind of have, you know, these high, high bar, high standards. And since this is a new program, we're only offering this to accredited businesses. So they're kind of going through, through two different vetting processes, um, which we believe is a really good thing to make sure as a new program, as we roll this out, we're really making sure that we're uh, presenting good information and only the, the kind of the best of the best in businesses are able to even apply for this. So not anybody can apply. You've got to be accredited. You've got to be approved by our local board and go through that process. Uh, and so there's a, a really good process there. It's all online. People can check that out. There's also something else just for consumers to be aware of. Uh, we're compiling a list for good. The BBB for good self-identified business is another way to do this. This portion does not cost money. We do not vet them, but they meet some basic, basic criteria and standards, which they'll go on to a list. There'll be a basic review, and it's publicly available. Uh, and so you can also find that on BBB.org. So much like you go to BBB.org right now and find a list of businesses that are not accredited, you can see that list. Uh, obviously, we encourage people to purchase from and search for accredited businesses. This trust, uh, this list for good is very similar. So there's a list of businesses that have not been verified but are doing some good things or heading in the right direction. 
but again, we would urge people to buy from those businesses that have received that verification. So again, for more information, you can visit bbb.org uh, backslash bbb for good, or just type into Google bbb for good with the number four, and it'll push you to the website. You can learn more about it. You can see what some of the most frequently asked questions are, watch a couple of videos, and get some good information about how this is something you can now participate in and look for in this community. Excellent, Jonathan. Very inspiring, this program. And uh, like you said, it helps give consumers uh, so many better options for uh, doing their research prior to making big purchases or small purchases, regardless. All right. Well, Jonathan Liebert and Paul Myers Bennett, that is about wrapping up our time. In the final 30 seconds, uh, Jonathan, any last words you'd like to share with our listeners? Just really excited about a lot of these new initiatives that businesses are taking to support their local community and do more for our community. Colorado Springs is is leading the pack in a lot of cases around this. So we've got a great community, great business community, and lots of wonderful people, consumers that are out there that are voting with their wallet and buying from small businesses, uh, accredited businesses, and also these social impact businesses. So we live in a really good community that supports this. Great. Well, and Paul Myers Bennett, I know you're still on the line. Any uh, things that you want our listeners to take away from this show? My only uh, additional takeaway would be uh, that look for accredited businesses like Cardio's is an accredited business, one that you can trust. Um, and and then if you if you do run across a scam, bbb.org forward slash scam tracker is where you can report those scams and uh, uh, make sure that they are known so other folks don't get taken advantage of. We appreciate this community. All right, Paul Myers Bennett and Jonathan Lever, thank you so much for being our guests here on The Extra. And to our listeners, if you'd like to find out more, visit bbb.org. Check out BBB for Good. It's just a sub-tab there on the website. To our guests, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. And to the listeners, thank you for listening on this hour of The Extra.